podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're all whistle, and this is true. We love to do the things that we're not supposed to do. We don't need robbing, stealing, or mugging. In fact, we'll take it seriously. We're only bugging. <laughs> Hello, my name's Mark Webster. This is the Whistleblowers. I'm delighted to say that, you know, we, we've stopped messing about with everybody who, who arrives here with an Oyster card. Our distant sons are here. We, we, they've travelled from far and wide. It's, it's almost like the Nativity play. Um, obviously, but except I was here, there's no stable, uh, and one bloke's originally from Wales and Nottingham, and another geezer's from Blackburn. But it, other than that, it's virtually exactly like Christ's own story. Um, two gentlemen who have both been on here before, and as I say, we, we are getting back together as one because we can discuss the, 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 the full gamut of what's going on in the wacky world of football. Johnny Owen returns. Hello. To London, which he loves. I it's his love. old stamping ground. I do love London. Two wise men have come to London. <laughs> exactly. Keep with the nativity theme. In yeah. the middle of, of the hottest day in the year in London, why not? It's, it makes, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> it, it does, of and, it does. And we'll all be outside looking for that star a little bit later on. John, are you, um, are you obviously, you're Nottingham-based nowadays. I am. How far have you cast your eye to, I don't know, if you're standing, if you're standing facing south to your immediate right to see how Cardiff are doing? Because um, you, 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 there's, there's, there's a moral dilemma going on there, isn't there? Yeah, it's uh, it's three hours in a car, four and a half. That's in just train. a physical dilemma. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I, you know we're a, we're a, an established mid-table championship team. I like to think now. <laughs> Take their four games in. <laughs> well, I suppose you would do that based on the fact we now get to talk to bottom of the table plunderers. Blackburn's own Michael Taylor returns to our gang. Yeah, thanks, how Mark. are you? That, that, that was a, what, what a warm welcome. That was for you. Um, it was. I'm, I guess I'm the shepherd. <laughs> she take that, yeah. <laughs> Am I a sheep then? We don't give a flock. <laughs> now, it's, it's good that I'm here as a Blackman Rovers fan and with a, a Cardiff City fan with Johnny because, of course, Cardiff City's top scorer this season so far is, in fact... Shane Duffy of Blackman Rovers. Yes, that's right, yes. You know, it's a great what a game that was. It's a great thing. We hadn't scored this season, and then the two goals we did score was scored by a Blackburn player. Yeah, that's right, exactly, yeah. And we were singing one, you know, when he scored, <laughs> yeah, bless, yeah. bless him. But they were good, they were decent against us, Blackburn. They were unlucky, I thought. Yeah. Well, there's a bit. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that uh, a little bit further down the line. I, I think what's... Where life lies at the moment is... is I, I was looking at the weekend... And over the weekend, we saw Ibrahimovic score what, every game, get another goal. Superb header. Then you see Costa gets his second goal uh, on the back end of a yellow, which could have arguably been a red. Um, interesting piece written by Joe Tweedy, who said, there's an uncomfortable relationship between one of the best players in the Premier League and, the, and then the hammering that they get at every opportunity. Now, he's a good, Joe's a good writer. But he's also Chelsea, and he's arguing from the Costa position, I would suggest. But it's an interesting period of time, isn't it, John? Because we're getting these fellas come in, and is it right that we, that we judge them for their ways? Or should we just accept that we've got the superstars coming in and enjoy the moment? I'd enjoy the moment. I like him. I like Costa. He's what my own mum would call a shithouse footballer. <laughs> but in, in, a, in a great way, I always remember um, me and you, Mark, talking once about uh, there was a big 
fuss about all the modern players, uh, foreign players, about diving into the game. But match of the day's titles used to start with Mickey Thomas famously yes. winking from the floor because he'd won a free kick, as if they'd brought this, you know, like a virus. Whereas Costa is just one of those footballers that really annoys you, and every team has had them through the ages, yeah, you know. So it's true. I kind of like, you know, with me, if I was. He's a bit like Robbie Savage, who used to be for Wales. If he's on your, on your team, you love him. But if you, or Craig Bellamy. But if you're, yeah. if you're the, the team opposite, you despise him. But doesn't he make it just great pantomime? That's great football. Mm. And, and that, here's the point. That is a very good point. There, there are those two levels of that there, aren't there? Which is, first of all, is that if he's on your team. And, and that's, which makes it fair game, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And it's the same with Ibrahimovic. Every team in the Premier League would like him in their team. And, yeah. Um, I think United fans will take him to the heart fairly quickly as well. Yeah. And he'll, he'll play up to all that kind of badge-kissing stuff that all new arrivals tend to do. But interesting that he's taking the penalties, isn't he? Uh, well, and the first free kick, I yeah, thought. Yeah. Did yeah. you see yeah. that? Yeah. Wayne deferred, didn't he? Wayne, 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 if he had a forelock, he'd have tagged it, I'll <laughs> yes. tell you. And when Pogba won the man of the match, he was there by the side. Yes. Yeah. see that? Well, of course yeah. Giving him the award. Well, to officially yes, approve yes, that. Yes, yes, yeah. And I just think, you know, a big You have won as Latin Ibrahimovic, the player of the, player yeah, of the game. Which is yeah. a bit like what... Yeah. What Cantona did there, a big yeah. personality went in there and went, actually, you know what, you know, and big personalities in, in, in changing rooms are really important, I think. He's, that's an interesting point. Martin Afire, funny enough, sent out a tweet, referred to him as Cantona-esque, and the thing about it, the reason I brought these two up is, and, and it will happen with other footballers as well, is that some, Ibrahimovic probably, a few years ago, and even relatively recently, would have arrived as a, a pantomime villain in this. I've got a funny feeling that everyone's going to like him. And there's an element about the way that he goes about his business where you can see why someone would think he's already got that iconic status. No, he definitely has, yeah. He's going to bring a lot of verve to a team that was, frankly, the dullest team to watch last season. I mean, yeah. I, I watched a lot of dross at Blackburn last season. I get to go, because I'm a job, to go and see a few United and City games. And... Um, I can't remember which was the worst. Was it the nil-nil draw at home to Chelsea or the nil-nil draw to West Ham? Or No, it was the nil-nil draw to PSV Eindhoven. <laughs> I mean, that was a team utterly lacking well, it, in character, personality. It was. It was, it was, it was. Bad, and, yeah. and, and the thing about United fans is they like that last 20 minutes when they're 2-1 down to a team who it's their cup final. And you used to remember Paul Scholes, Cantona, Giggs flying down the wing or they, and the Stretford end or whatever, it's section C... The, you know, the AIG stand or whatever it's called yeah. now, all chanting, attack, attack, and all that. And, nah. And, and it, was, it was gone. It's gone. gone. It's gone. A, a, good mi- a good mate of mine completed a fiendish Sudoku in that West Ham game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and another one did his tax return. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was... He probably, I bet surely he needed four minutes added time. I mean, oh, come on. You know, and, that's, and that's not the feedback I'm getting from United's early games. Nah, you know? Well, I, th- I think the thing about him as well is that the, everybody kind of went, oh, you know, will he be able to take the rough and tumble of the Premiership? He's like a double black belt in jiu He roars above the, the Bournemouth defender, and you think to yourself, of course he can. That, what will he be like on a Tuesday night in Stoke against Joe Allen? Yeah, I think yeah. he'll be fine. Do you know what I mean? That header, I thought that, I think it's a oh. very good point. That header, for me, yeah. summed up, what, what, if we talk about, it's funny enough, you end up with these two polarised versions of the number nines that have come yeah. in, don't you? And that, and that header, for me, that, I've never seen 
anything quite like it that. It just rose it? up. Yeah. I, I got to say, the header that Ronaldo scored against Wales for Portugal was a save, yeah. but he got eight foot in the air. And the best thing was, he went back half time and somebody had a bit of a go at James Chester, and you're going, he's fucking eight foot in the air. What do you want him to do? At, do some, I mean? at some point, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's going in. It's at going some point, in. Someone yeah, yeah, yeah. centre forward is winning this <laughs> argument. Yeah, exactly. Just, just briefly on the United thing, which is weird. I, 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 just, I, I think we're probably paying too much attention because it's Mourinho, but then again, you know, that, that's the nature of the business. Is that, of course, um, I, saw, I saw young Fletcher play for West Ham at the weekend. You know, he's let go, he's let off yeah. the books. There's a lot of young footballers have gone out of the club, and of course, this is always the accusation he had at Chelsea. Yeah. And now, even Phil Jones could be expendable. But is this fair enough in his, you know, his own books? Is that he can just he, he can do it like at the club? Well, listen, not the. Uh... What, what, what's the old phrase that we used to say in politics? What matters is what works. And that's, yeah, that's going to be yeah. the watchword of Mourinho. I mean, we, we were talking then, weren't we? And, the, and every conversation should be about the players on the pitch. We've had this pantomime villain thing that Johnny quite correctly mentioned. And it's always been about these blood feuds between the managers. And my heart sank when it was going to be, oh, it's Mourinho v Pep. Yeah, yeah. You know, a continuation of this feud that they've taken from different places around Europe. And it's brought it to Manchester. Isn't it going to be exciting? No, it's not. No. What's going to be exciting is the first derby match with how Ibrahimovic stands up to, you know, whoever's in City's back for that Yeah, exactly right, yeah. And and, and, and for us to be talking about the team now and them playing exciting football actually takes it away from the manager, which has been the story at United since Sir Alex went. Exactly right. Does does he have, I mean, this is the thing about it, Johnny, he has to cast... United in his own image, doesn't he? Absolutely right. I mean, the thing is, if you if you go somewhere, it's a famous saying, you know, the, the, the king monkey kills all the babies, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you go in there if you make a big statement. I think like uh, you know, Guardiola's done the same thing in City. The Joe Hart thing is almost like him going, "I'm not actually going to take any nonsense. Anybody who plays up a little bit is gone, is out the door." And, and Mourinho's got a touch of that about him. And I think United did need that. You know, United would have. Biggest club in the world, yeah. arguably. They needed somebody to go in there and go, actually, you know what? I'm not David Moyes, no offence. You know, yeah. I'm not Louis van Gaal, who unfortunately got on the downward trajectory of, yeah. his, of his career. It's nobody going in there going, actually, I'm the man. I'll make the decisions. I'll pull the players that I want. And if anybody doesn't want to be you, they're gone. They're out the door. Yeah. And you needed that. That's right. So, so, yeah, so the, 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 the German is the best example. I mean, we heard last year... Schweinsteiger. From, well, I mean, yeah. I heard last year from some top journalists saying that he was fat, he was going home every weekend. I heard that Wayne Rooney was saying about him that he was being very difficult and then the players socialised with him. He was a real problem there. Picking up fantastic money. What did the first thing that happened? Marino goes in? Make some training. You, 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 yeah. yeah. you have to say, because yeah. there is that element. Kind of, yeah. how can, how can, you know, he's, he's someone's national treasure, but I guess so... Bleeding what? Mm. You know, because if he ain't delivering, then, as you say, if he's just going there because he thinks he's going to get some kind of, like, end of, end of career payday, then... then At Man United as well. He's got another question. Imagine that. I'm glad you, are, you mentioned Joe Hart there, because um, you get more sport out of this than we do, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that bit in... Just, well, we all know the story. Wales and England are queuing up to come out, right? There's always this amazing bit in international football where... It, we, can can I, I just point out that John <laughs> spent quite a bit of time in the French region <laughs> during the course Five of the weeks? previous... Five weeks? Yeah. We there four days. Wine tasting? Yeah, mainly. Yeah, exactly. We were in Bordeaux as well. That's right. He stood there. He stood there with a the little glass. Get, going like, like you can't get a bad bottle of Bordeaux red. I was told that by a waiter. I was there so long. It's you true. can see him sitting there, like on his, his little table with his with his wine and his cheese. Going, heavens, what's all that noise? He's ruining know. my afternoon wine drinking. In, England were playing Wales in, um, in a, you know, in a, in a big game in a, in a major tournament. 
and you know, all the, the, the we all know what had happened in Marseille. So the Welsh and English fans had got on fantastically well, right? Yeah. I was there, and it was brilliant. So the whole thing was we were getting together. So they're filming the two teams coming out, and all the players stand there. And they come out, and all look at you is this bloke shouting, "Come on, we can do this! We're better than these. Let's keep the ball together." In that American yeah. accent, yeah, because he's because he looks American in he his does, adverts. He yeah, does, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was like Top Gun. And that's what we're all doing. We're all going. What's he doing? Do it on the pitch. Shut up. And yeah. what, did he, what did he do on the pitch? Yeah. Let a weak free kick in. And yeah. that was my point. When it was, it was Joe Hart? <laughs> Shut up. Do it on the pitch. Yeah. So it couldn't have happened to a worse. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, but Alan, Sam Allardyce, and obviously next week will be even more fun to be had with the England squad. But it's just the way that Sam Allardyce has had to approach yeah. this moment now. And it, 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 I like Sam. I, I got to say, as a Welshman, I would say it makes sense. I think yeah. it's a good appointment. Okay, yeah. I, I think too. I think he'll prove a lot of people wrong. I'm genuinely, I'm genuine with that as well. I think I'd like that. As a West Ham season boy. ticket holder, yeah. you might have a different view from from our experience of him. When he was our manager, the yeah. football was dire. I will never forget that seven-one defeat at Old Trafford. <laughs> However, unfortunately, I, I remember you being this two-one and JJ Kocha scoring, and, and he's claimed forever, yes. ever since that. Of course, I've always played expansive football. I had JJ Kocha, which is basically he's all he's, that's all he's ever said. Um, but he's in a, he's he, he's present. He seems to present himself with an interesting scenario. He's got first of all, he's got to deal with English media now yeah. uh, on on this on the grand yeah, yeah, stage yeah. that he's had to do with yeah, the clubs yeah. and he's already talked about the fact it's a big concern about Joe Hart but he's going to be part of his squad then you check in the fact that he's also said that um, that Rashford's issues at Man United is going to be a problem for him and then just to keep it interesting um, I might give John Terry a ring well, the consistent- although as he says um, I can see the political side of this <laughs> the consistent thing there is they're playing football yeah. And that's, that, he's got to pick 11, or well, a squad of 22 of players who are playing regularly. Do you think, Mark, I'm asking you a question here, and be brutally honest with me, do you think John Terry's still a better centre-half than Chris Smalling? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what the answer is. Literally, yeah. we, John Terry's played a couple of games and he's yeah. 36 years old and yeah. Chris Smalling hasn't kicked a ball yet. Yeah. Yeah. So th- who knows? Exactly. Would, you, would, you, pick, would you pick John Terry for England at the moment? No, and I wouldn't pick Chris Smalling either. <laughs> I mean, because... because that, I mean, no, that, Mark should be a politician, that's beautiful. But what's mean? been proven... But, what, 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 I, I wouldn't... No, for a start, I'd never go back to John Terry. That, that's, that's, it seems that it's a pointless waste of time for many level, on many levels, including, obviously, the, the, not the initial nice issue. Human, he's not a very nice human being. There's a bit of that going on there. On football but, grounds, do you think he, was, he should have been in the England squad for the Euros? No, because he said he wouldn't go. Okay. But then again... We are basically, we are screwed at centre-half. <laughs> and this is the Phil Jones thing, which is interesting to me. That, you know, mm. the, the Phil Jones getting offered out there. And this, this, this is the fella that, that, that was going to take on the world, wasn't he? Yeah, he was fantastic when he was for us. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, but, but, but what and was the real, he the for you? United. Sir, Alex, okay. Sir Alex called him the new, uh, potentially, know, the Duncan, Duncan Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Duncan Edwards-esque. Yeah, I mean, thanks for that, Sir Alex. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah. But but what did, what was he when he was at Blackburn? Then I, I was centre half. Wanted to ask you, and, and that was really it. He was a centre half. And if you'd landed from Planet Zog and said, "There's a player playing there today. He's the England captain. He's the best centre half in this country." Blackburn are playing Chelsea. He'd say, "Oh, the one in the blue and white half shirt." Yeah. And I think it was his second game. Yeah. And he was fantastic. Yeah. And he had Drogba in his pocket. I mean. 
Uh, but then, yeah, I know, they it's, it's, mess it's, it's, with him. Do they mess with I mean, uh, in the modern game, they're all meant to be footballers, you know. Obviously, you know, at United, they have Rio Ferdinand, of course, you know, the, the, one of the, you know, the playing out yeah, of the back centre-half, you know, immacul- yeah. immaculate football player. How do, but how, so, talking about the Euros, for argument's sake, I mean, we, we had a long conversation with this, me and you, Mark. The Welsh back three were Ben Davis. Couldn't get a game for Spurs. Yeah. James Chester couldn't get in the West Brom team and Ashley Williams, Swansea under off. And they were better than England. Yeah. So how does that work? I don't know. No. How, I don't know. Do you, do you tell me how it works? Well, no. uh, in the same way I'm guessing that Leicester worked with, yeah. with yeah. Wes Morgan and Robert Hoof. Yeah. Is, oh, is that you've just got some old fashioned business going on there. Who'll enjoy defending. Ashley Williams going to be an interesting choice. In, yeah. You know, it, it, that move does, you know. It, That's a great signing because yeah. what he does is. And, and Swansea fans are typical. He gives a hundred percent every game. Yeah, it's every game he'll, he'll do what, it, what, it, what he has to do to be the best defender on the park. And of course, he's got and he's gone straight and done the big fix with those etc. Half anyway, isn't it? Which of course yeah. is yeah. massive. But this, but I suppose, but if you take this point back, is John Stones is going to be in Sam Allardyce's squad, isn't he? he well, if he's if he's playing football. Yeah. yeah, if Guardiola's picking him now, you think if he signed him, no, but he's putting Joe Hart check. in the squad. You see, this is the weird thing: is immediately Allardyce is giving himself. If he's la- if he's starting to lay down, if if he's returning from the mount with some tablets of stone, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, some of them may be papier mâché. Um, is, is what I'm suggesting at this <laughs> yeah, stage yeah. Because, because we're on a real biblical film theme. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole it's probably because Ben Hur's out. <laughs> I can't watch Ben Hur without Charlton Heston. You can't, can you? you know what I mean? Come on. If, 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 if Ben Hur, if someone ain't got a watch on, then I, I, I'm, I'm not watching that. I'm having that film. No but he's, he has got an interesting dilemma, and, and not least of which, of course, what we're immediately seeing is the way that you know how this works, Mike, because you're in that, in that trade. Is there's, there's a swirl of media, particularly around England. It's almost like fellas, so they, 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 sort of like, they tread water during sort of like club season, but when it comes to England, they are, they are daggers and teeth out, aren't they? Yeah, big time. Um, I, I just think Allardyce, as long as he's um, um, on, honest with the players, consistent, and there's the, there's the trappings that he isn't with um, saying he's going to pick Joe Hart irrespective of him playing. But I was, I was reading the quotes in the, in the paper today. If Joe Hart is playing regularly then he'll get a game, which he's helping him find a new club, isn't he? If you think about it. In a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. It's certainly giving us... It's it's the less than subtle hint, isn't it? You're right, you're right, yeah. And if Joe Hart goes to Stoke City and he's playing every game and Stoke are, you know, doing all right, it'd be a good addition for them. For example, I've no knowledge whether that's going to happen or not, then he'll be in the England team. But I suppose what really is, is, is a little bit off-putting for me is the fact that we're even having a conversation about Sam Allardyce quotes who's, who's answering questions about a squad he's not announced yet yeah. in his first two weeks in the job. Yeah. Why does he even need to put himself on the spot? Just, just shut up and wait and, and put the team out and then one and then do it. Because the appetite for yeah. stuff of the English yeah. team is, is right. enormous. I mean, the big thing with us was in this tournament in Europe compared to England was, and it was, a, it was, a, it was even more of a shock for me when you're there, was the pressure on the English team is, is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, it is phenomenal. Do, now, do you buy into that? Because yeah. I, do, I do, I do, 100%. I do, yeah, yeah. honestly, I do. I mean, even talking to journalists who said that when they were in the camps of both teams, the Welsh team were playing darts, playing pool. They look like a bunch of lads who go to Magaluf for the first yeah. time. And what happens in Magaluf at the end of the first week, you first all, you all want to stay there, you all try to get jobs in bars. <laughs> all do that thing it's the best place I've been in my life. That's you know it. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forever. I want to stay here. <laughs> so you all wanted to stay there, whereas the England team, it was really tough for them, you know. 
know. So, you know, and I'm not making excuses for them, but I'm just saying is the pressure on the English national team is, is vice-like. It's, 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 it's like nothing I've ever known in, in, in world sport, I think. And I think you need a big character there to look after them, which Sam Allardyce is. Yeah. And hopefully he can create enough of a cage around them. People forget, you know, Bobby Robson is now universally loved. Bobby Robson was hammered yeah. until yeah. the last World Cup and probably to the last two or three games, yeah. till the Belgium and Germany game. Before that, it was in the name of Allah go and he lost yeah. to Saudi Arabia. So the pressure on the English team is always enormous. Yeah. And how those players cope with it, I don't know. Hopefully, some like Sam Allardyce will have those answers, but it's tough. I think it's tough. It's, it's, a, it's a good point, Mike, because in theory, what's me- I'll tell you what's meant to, to like, you know, balance that out is 125 grand a week. It's Ooh. meant to mean that you don't care about uh, external forces and you're not conscious of pressure and you're not nervous. All those things are meant to be wiped away by a massive weekly wage. But I suppose that's not human, is it? That's simply... No, I, I don't buy that at all. You saw how much winning it meant to Cristiano Ronaldo. You saw how much it meant to all those Portuguese lads. They'll have been on, they'll have on decent money wherever yeah, yeah, they're yeah. playing football. Ronaldo's on probably three times that. Um, and, it, and it means everything in the world. Now, what I think Allardyce is playing at is he's probably... He's trying to be the lightning conductor for a lot of the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. He's clearly keeping a lot of his press mates on side, and he's always had a good press. He has, I mean, he's got a great relationship you with know, the press. Uh, the, he's constructed this clever narrative around it. It's he, only he ever been fan the... noise that has yeah. ever been... The, that's the only negative noise. He's, he's, yeah. he's, that's the static. Well, Mark, you, you said he wants something really interesting, that the best England manager in recent times with the press was Terry Venables. Yeah. He had, yeah. He had the pub up in High Street Cairn where he, he'd meet them and he, and, he, and, he was, and he had a... There was a vibe going on there. Yeah. And they were the best team that England had had in, the, in a tournament for a long time. And I think that's really important. Mike's right. How you deal with that press, because that's the biggest thing. The yeah. English press is the biggest thing. I knew that. I was in France and my mate works at Welsh he said to me, come in and watch one of the um, press conferences. I went, okay. And there was a guy at the back a red top journalist, not a sports journalist, a sports journalist are all fantastic guys, mates of mine. And he said to Gareth Bale, how many Welsh play, English players or Welsh players would get in the England, England team? And Gareth Bale famously went, none. Yeah. No English players are going to Welsh team. Now he was joking, it was a big laugh. Yeah. Now he's not going to say, yeah, nine of the England I'm, team I'm would get in the Welsh team. Not, not here. Yeah. Yeah. Only, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. only me and Aaron would really be in it. We I'm all know that. Names. Yeah, exactly. It was a laugh. <laughs> The next day, and this is without exaggeration, the back page, the Daily Mirror and the Sun, the two biggest rev tops in the country were, one was, you're not fit to wear the shirt, says Bale. Yeah. Right. And the other one was saying, there's the speech for the English team there. Bale doesn't rate us. Now, that was a complete twist. And I know for a fact the Welsh team were really spun out by that because my mate works there and said to me, they were really on the back foot because they didn't understand. And that was the English red top press. And that was an innocuous, friendly yes, answer. That, exactly. Yeah. Somebody yeah. laughing, going down. And that's what Sam Allardyce is dealing with. That kind of beast. It's a big, grizzly bear he's well, messing with all the time. Yeah. This is your trade. You know, yeah. you, you know, you work in and around media. You've done all this stuff. You're right. We'll, t- we'll talk about your new book in a moment's time. <laughs> <laughs> but Available and all. Good, good, good. Exactly, that's right. <laughs> and some bad ones. Exactly. <laughs> all the bad ones. Um, but... Is there a, do you think there's ever been an opportunity where, where someone can... It, it could have been... And if anyone could have done it, I could have seen big old Sam doing it, going, like, I'll tell you what, I'm doing this my way. Yeah. Stick yeah, it up where, it, where the sun don't shine. There's a, new, there's a new sheriff in town. Well, it's his last big chance, isn't yeah. it? He's not going to get another big job in, the, in, in Premier League or world football. Yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's on record before as saying, no, Bolton Wanderers, Blackburn Rovers, all that sort of thing, that was actually beneath me. Yeah, and exactly. I, I, I could only work with the players that I'd got. 
And he did he imply always, that quite yeah, a lot, didn't he? he did, managing uh, yeah. career. Do you know what's really funny? <laughs> because we play semi-finals with a with a lone striker. <laughs> I read his book actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I was one of the people because. The film that I did, I believe, Miracles, yeah. the same publishing company put this book out and they gave me his book. And I honestly, I'm not just saying, it was a really good read. Yeah. He's from a council estate in the Midlands. Yeah. He's done really well for himself. He's been skint a lot of his life, which yeah. I think is really interesting. I didn't know that, no. He, uh, skint, and then he gets to the point where he starts making decent money. And his wife has been begging him to retire from football for like 15 years. Then he came to London, embraced it, loved it. I mean, loved the city, went to shows, you know. And then he wants the England job. But what, he's, what he is absolutely right about is, on all things like zonal marking, all the, you know, looking after players, looking at their stats, he was the first person to be doing that. In no, he was. He, he was. Yeah. Ferguson says, so Alex said, he, Sam was ahead of everybody else on that. The weird thing was, there, there was actually a, a point in a day, I, I don't know what the day was or the time it was, where he actually shaved off his moustache and actually took on Opta ratings at the same time. Now, if there is not a bigger transition, a seismic move in football, then that will be the one. Michael's just pointed out to me, which seems timely, in his new book, 40 by 40, by Michael Taylor, if, if I may say so, he wanted fame, sex and millions, then 2008 happened. It's obviously a biography. Um, Roger Cashmore is an immoral, disgusting and abhorrent, the unacceptable face of capitalism, Cheshire style. Oh. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, this is from, uh, uh, I laughed all the way through. DQ magazine, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he does point out to me, a cast of characters, top of the list, Sam Allardyce, football manager, good bloke. Yes. <laughs> Although, I'm going I'm to nip down here a little bit, uh, find a, I don't like the look of him. Oh, Mark Bowler, owner of the Mere Golf Club, great lad. Tom Bloxham, property developer, good lad. He loves everybody, this guy. That, no like wonder that. he's amoral. The graphics are great in the book as well. That's super. Yeah. That's uh, Saul Bass style, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is, yeah. Anatomy good of a spot. Yeah, good yeah. spot. Very nice. By the way, wait, you want to have, he wants to have a look at that. And, and can I just say, by the way, of course, everybody out there, um, obviously I've made an unmitigated disaster of this, but um, we are very much indebted to the fact that FanDuel are offering you great opportunities out there. You, or you, you, I think you know the score by now. FanDuel is you basically you go, you go and play a match on the day. It's fantasy football, but basically it's an opportunity for you to play the, the weekend Saturday games. And we give you a chance to do that by going to Promoco Whistleblowers. A uh, special offer there for you. And uh, FanDuel will refund your entry if you lose up to £10. So you get the double the chance to prove you're the better than the rest of us out there. So you invest a little bit of money, you'll get a little bit of dough on top. You start picking your team of FanDuel will look after you. Uh, if you want to get a bit more information, though, just go to FanDuel site, which of course www.fanduel.uk and the FanDuel uh, UK as well. If you want to find her on Twitter, um, I, I went. Actually, I didn't do it. I, I sent. I sent number two son, in, <laughs> who's normally very good with these things, and uh, and he came back with his tail between his legs. <laughs> it was a, it was a tragic tragic disaster. But then again, you know, it's all part of the fun of the fair. I want to talk about the bottom, because uh, the relation is a sort of symmetry. The bottom of the, the Premier League as we speak and the top of the Championship, which, of course, both of you gentlemen are kind of going to be uh, sort of dallying with. It's weird at the moment, or is it... Uh, uh, no, 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 exactly, I know, yeah. Well, <laughs> I looked over my shoulder way. at that point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. David Moyes has said, here's some advantage, something to cling on to for the rest of the season. They're where they've been every other year for four years. So, so, so why would it suddenly change, says their inspirational new manager. <laughs> so, 
down there at the moment, you, you've got Burnley, Hull and Borough started okay. Do you, what do you look at, John? Do you think we could see, in theory, this up and down is, is, is the way it normally goes, but it's, it's a bit messier this year? I, 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 you know, I'm, I agree with you. Two games in three, it's hard to tell, isn't it? So why yeah. would a man just say that? Do you know what I mean? I well, was, that, was, that was struck me as the yeah, weird part I know, of this, I was a bit like, I mean, setting his stall yeah, out very like, early. Mike, Mike Phelan said he went, I'm a great manager, because I went two games, he go, oh, Mike, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, you're only in August, let's see what happens. So I'm really surprised that he would say that, do you know what I mean? Because there's a long way to go yet. A long way to but, go. But, but he, he's obviously going, oh, you know, you need to prepare yourself for a long, Yeah, because they're going to spend diddly. Yeah, they don't spend anything, I know, mm. but, but it's just a bit like, But Feeler's oh. an interesting one because, of course, because the crowd at the, at the second game was singing, Alam out, feel him in. I mean, mm. yeah. so, mm. welcome to the wacky world of being a football fan. Well, we're mate. talking about the bottom, te- bottom end of the Premier League. That's ain't where Hull City are at the moment, is no. it? No. You know, they've, they've got off to a flying start. I, think, I don't think anyone expected it. I don't think any of their players even expected no. it, seeing the interviews with them. Um, I think, in, in a sense, we know David Moyes is right. There is nothing inherently different about the Sunderland team no. um, th- th- this time round. And, and the pattern has been that basically the start of the season, the do- expectations aren't great. Yeah. Um, they sack the manager at Christmas because the bottom of the league. Yeah. And then they have a dogfight to get out of the, to stay in the division yeah. on the last day of the season. And it's, that, it's not sustainable. But it, it would fit, yeah, but it, it, Borough, uh, Borough feel like the team that might be equipped... To survive, to great d- owner. Yeah, see, this is stuck the, with them. There's you know, stuff upstairs, and they love him as well. Yeah. I was up there last year with uh, with Forrest. I went up as a as a guest at the club because of Clef, and um, they love they love Gibson. They love what they're doing. They buy into it, and you just think this club's got a really good yeah. chance because yeah. everybody kind of agrees with it. Whereas, whereas Mike's right when he's saying with Sunderland, you kind of go, yeah, it'll it'll be barking from the stands until Christmas. Yeah. Then a new manager will come in. Oh, that's, that's... There's something like Watford, where, where Watford kind of like you know, they, you know that you didn't sense there was impetus, but there suddenly, but there clearly was. But then again, will that come home and bite them on the arse this time yeah. around? Could be the question on that one. That though. was a strange thing again when they yeah. I mean, uh... yeah. But the, the, the other thing is right. We talk about the, um, the who are the emerging teams? Who are the ones that have got momentum? And yes. where's the Premier League going? And now we're in this international marketplace for players. The thing I think that concerns me. And it's been raised a few times. Gary Neville wrote a big piece in The Telegraph about this last year. Is about northern clubs not being as attractive to these players who want to be in the orbit of London a little bit. Yeah. And Watford and Bournemouth, you know, they can, yeah. they, can, they can hoover up these sorts of players. All the London clubs obviously can. And, and there was a point last season where I thought that's going to come really horribly prophetically true. And this theory had loads of momentum with it. And then, of course, Burnley, Hull, and Middlesbrough get, yeah, exactly. get, get promoted. Promote, but I guess, yeah. I guess that theory will be—I think—will be really tested. Well, this we were talking about this today, actually. Mike, it's really interesting you say this. So I read Roy Keane's autobiography, and he said, you know, he'd get a really good French kid or whatever from, and, and, he, and he'd come in on the plane, he'd land in Newcastle, he'd come down the coast a little bit of sun, it'd be rainy night, and his missus would be there, and she'd be tottering <laughs> in, and then, and then Fulham would ring. You know, yes. yeah. and he said that was it. Yeah. She was gone, and, and that's a really good point. Thames Brent boats, yeah. Oy, well, Brentford yeah. apparently the real estate, yeah. the Brentford oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, they're a rich club. Leighton Orient can't be far off that now. So every club in London, even you know, somebody said the other day, Millwall. Somebody, have you been to fucking Bermondsey? Bermondsey's gentrified. You know, oh, yeah, exactly. so you're, you're a bit like everywhere in London has got a great chance and, of and getting of course, players. We stick West Ham in the mix as well, well now. West Ham, and, you know, West Ham that, especially. That, with the stadium, oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, what a chance West Ham have got to be a, a proper European to go on powerhouse. Yeah. One more. Absolutely. Yeah. But even in, the, um, e- even in our glory year, <clears throat> 2000... <laughs> 
<laughs> Blackburn Rovers. When, it seems a rather when, broad yeah. spread that there. Yeah. But, 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 but when Sam Allardyce was uh, was manager and Hughes was manager in the, in that decade, and we were in that international market yeah. place for international players, the likes of uh, Morton Gams Pedersen. He had a fantastic apartment in the centre of Manchester. Yeah. You'd see him in San Carlo restaurant, as featured in my book, 40 by 40. I'll check on that for you, everyone, while he's talking. I was one of the kids. Oh, what did you say? Good lad. Cheshire, Manchester, areas you can think, oh, I could live there. They did, yeah. They'd be in the same prop. Brad Friedel lived in Alderley Edge, and they'd be friends with all the United players, and they always had the opportunity to go and play for another North West club. All the Stoke players live in that kind of Cheshire Golden yeah, Triangle as well. Yeah. So there is another, ca- there is a catchment yeah, area for, for, for niceness. But then you think yeah, about, yeah. Well, you know, where's that catchment for niceness necessarily? Um, I, you know, I haven't got an insight into the property market in North Yorkshire, where Middlesbrough and Sunderland and yeah, uh, might, might, might be able to locate Well, it was players. with Sir John Hall and, and the state. Do you remember that? You had yeah. a bit of an estate. It's where Shearer get, lived, wasn't yeah, it? Where yeah, where the old the players would go. Gated. Yeah, so yeah. you a need... gated you community. Need, I came out of Glasgow Airport the other day, and it was, I, I passed, I'm, honestly, I'm not just saying this, the most stunning houses, and the tax shepherd just said it in his Glasgow drawer, I wouldn't attempt to do it, but he went, that's where all the Celtic and Rangers players live. Right, there so you go. So you go, all right, that's the area. Yeah. Swansea's a big one, the Gower. Yeah. So Swansea, really? yo, it's beautiful. So, so, it, go, so know, it can happen. Yeah, it can happen, but nothing will quite have the... No, London tops the it. That's the yeah. thing, How London does top it. On the local level, it's obviously Burnley's banging away there, and, and, and you've got some leftovers, and it's not going down too well, is it, with Owen Coyle? I mean, that, did, did anyone... Is it as obvious as we kind of think it is from outside of the Blackburn world is that they had no bleeding idea that they'd be employing a man from someone that would, would arguably be well, let's know, look at the Owen, devil's own? Let's look at what Owen Coyle did since he had his one good season when he got Burnley promoted. Yeah. Got him in the Premier League, left halfway through that first season for Bolton Wanderers because he said Bolton Wanderers were 10 years ahead. Yeah. yeah look at yeah, how that yeah, works yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. That didn't work out. Um, he, he did the rounds, he went to Wigan, didn't work out. Dave Whelan fired him. Um, ended up in the M- MSL. Yes. With Houston, bottom of the Western Conference. And now, and now he's our manager. He wasn't even on the shortlist. He, even ah. the, the press guys weren't even speculating I, he was likely I really to come. I liked um, Gary Bowie. I thought, that was a, I thought he was a, that did a good job there, well, personally. Yeah, well, you know, he had, he had three, three days at it. Didn't he? Three <laughs> well, games I mean, and... I just think, I mean... Uh, Blackburn have suffered from what we have in Cardiff, just poor ownership. Yeah, this, is, this is a club who are, you know, who had a great philanthropic almost owner in Jack Walker, yeah. who cared and did what he had to do and, you know, won titles with them. And now to end up with, with, with these, this lot, it's, you know, it's, it's a shame. And every football fan feels like that. What about Paul Trott, though? Because, of course, you know, he's at Cardiff now. And, and, <laughs> and now he's, so he, he's he had was, the world system, though, I isn't know. he? No, but he was, he was Russ's assistant. And then it was a really weird thing where they swapped round. I think the first people to do that in years was Bruce Rioch was manager of um, Arsenal. And who was his assistant? And then they swapped round places in QPR. And the same thing happened in Cardiff. So right. Russell Slade was Stuart the manager. Houston. That was it. Yeah. So Russell, yeah. Russell Slade was the manager and Paul Trump was his assistant. And then they, they swapped them round. So Paul Trump... <laughs> and obviously Russell Slade after a week went... No, I can't, I can't have this. Yeah. It's a bit embarrassing. So he niche. left. Yeah, yeah, no, it seems reasonable, yeah. So he left. And then... Um, but I think we're, um, we're a, a solid mid-table championship team. Wow. You'd take that as well, Mike, wouldn't you? I would take that every day and twice on Sundays <laughs> when we'll probably be playing most of our games this season. <laughs> because it's a shame, though. It's a shame. Uh, yeah. By the way, I did mention that uh, 40 by 40 is Mark Taylor's new book that you can get out now there. And it, as I say, it's all about the 
dark I got a great quick, quick story of Blackburn Rovers. I went, oh, I went, I, went to, I went to Bilbao with a film this week, a Forest film. And Bilbao were a very famous club yeah. for, for some players. Do you know why they play in red and white stripes? So they form the team and they send the guy over to England because England's basically for kits. Guy comes over, ends up in London of all the places, pulls up to a sports shop. This is like 1890. Mark's there. Who's the team at the time? Oh Blackburn Rovers. Get Blackburn Rovers kits. Okay. They want shape because they're the best team. London guy goes, can I give me some 15 Blackburn Rovers kits? London goes, nah, 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 nah. Don't nah, you don't want that rubbish. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Nah, nah, son. I'll He's, sort you out. This is the team you want. Southampton. Yeah. I've got some of these out the back here. You won't believe how much value they've got out of that. You're joking. Yeah, this Bilbao guy, this Basque, buys the Southampton kit, brings it back. They play in red of my stripes this day. All because a Cockney sports shop owner in Charing Cross Road went, nah, 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 nah. This is the kit you want. And the guy came over. So Bilbao, Athletic Bilbao should be playing in black and white. Yeah. Quarters. Yeah. Could have so happened. Quarters, but instead halves, yeah, yeah. so he, but he plays in Southampton. Yeah. Brilliant. And what we want to do though from um, I guess from a Cardiff City fans point of view is you've had some kind of success against the excesses of what Vincent Tam wanted to yeah. do. He was gonna just talk a change in the name. You seem to get Colour. your own way with changing awful. from red to blue, you know, horrendous thing to try and do. We we can't have any dialogue with our owners at all, no. and you know people ah. are saying right we must get a protest movement we must start marching from the pub we're going to go to before the game to <laughs> the ground we were going to go to anyway and say down with this sort of thing <laughs> and I don't know where it gets you I've I've got a new flag made to take to away games with a pithy new order quote on it with how does it feel to treat me like you do um, nice yeah but it's not enough is it what so. You know, well, what, I don't know. I told a lot of Rovers fans that I was coming on this, and they've said, "You're going to talk about Venkis. What can we do?" And I thought, "Well, we did. Well, what, what, how does did, protests work? Do we have to what, go to India what, to embarrass them over?" What them? we did, what we did was there was a, a, an amazing organisation started called Bluebirds Unite by a girl called Sean, and because she was a girl, it was amazing. We were able. Nobody had Agora because you look you look like a Burke. So the ones who were a bit, you know, she was going, no, Sean Branson was going, I, I'm going to lead this thing. So we started marches and it built, she hired billboards on the ground and she asked to talk to them. She got in touch with the local press, the local press got on their back. And in the end, she almost like wore him down with winning the battle and saying, we want to go back to blue. So basically we appointed, it a, can a, a, be we, we appointed Bodicea. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Branson, God bless her. We all love her in Cardiff. And so she became the figurehead. You need somebody, could be you, Mike, to be a figurehead to go, I'll take it all. And boy, did she take it all. She took all the abuse, but she took all the love as well. And a brave person. To be fair, that happened last time with a lad called Glenn Mullen. And some of the things he came out with, um, I didn't necessarily agree with. I did blogs where I criticised him, but... By God, he took it. He yeah. took it all on his own shoulders. You need a brave lad to the, to the detriment of his of his job. He, he's he's just leaked a lot of documents recently because yeah. I think he got conned by. We got this global advisor in called Shebby Singh, who was described as the Mark Lawrence of Malaysia. <laughs> the Ven- the Venkis brought liked him, him damned by fake yeah. praise. There. <laughs> <laughs> the Ven- the Venkis brought him in as their global advisor. Yeah. Well, lads, uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. And I haven't, I haven't had the opportunity to get my chicken that I've smuggled in on the did, picture. You did. You well, uh, did. But, but but we did hit. Venki. Venki. You tried it to say Venki. Oh, that's a, best He's terrified now. Look at it. Best chicken I've ever seen in my time, gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed. That was the whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.